this is steam to live the dream and today we're talking about the fact of a lot of us have purpose calling and we don't know where that is we lost it when we were a child we used to dance we used to sing we used to do all of the things that we were passionate about but we lost it when we became an adult and started adulting but there's still that gnawing in our gut a gnawing in our spirit that gnawing desire because our mind is telling us we can't stay here but we don't know how to get out I'm that person that's going to help you from the gestation to help you birthing that thing that is your purpose through mindset, emotional, social, physical, spiritual, and financial help in order to lead you into the walk of the fullness of achieving what you are called to do. This is Taj McCameron. Catch you now. Steam to live the dream. Hello and welcome to the bonus segment on my mind. So we're picking up where we left off. Think like a man if you want to be successful but don't act like one if you want to be liked there was an entire film series thanks to steve harvey called think like a man song by neil and jennifer hudson think like a man think like a man but act like a woman There are entire shows that have the protagonist and this the weird element of the feminine protagonist being the strong-willed, whether they're the white woman, the black woman, the Hispanic woman, the uh, biracial woman, but the woman that stands in a power position. I remember years ago I did a paper for college when I was taking an online course and uh, we were... One of the topics was discussing the female in the workplace or something like that. And I did a full diagnostic observation of the way that women are viewed in the work environment. And in the midst of me doing this observation, I learned that in other cultures, the way women are viewed in movies... From your Bollywood to your African movies to the way that women are viewed in the workplace in general that in order to be recognized either you become the wallflower and you don't carry yourself with a power position and you just carry yourself like the wallflower as the assistant barely anybody notices you because you're that character or you walking in as the power woman which everybody thinks she's a bee with an itch <laughs> and figure that out but um 
I remember several years ago, I got, um, someone was looking at me in a specific way because of the fact that I portrayed myself, uh, I wasn't out here trying to run around getting, getting into dates, dating, being with men, all of this type of stuff at the age that I was. And this was like five years ago, five, six years ago. And they wonder, why aren't you out? Why aren't you dating? Why aren't you? Because I've come to an understanding about myself. I'm not going to waste my time. And this is an honest persuasion. I'm not going to waste my time looking through a crowd of men. Trying to find the right one when my word says. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. A man is supposed to find you. You are not supposed to go out and seek the man. If the man is meant for you to be in the relationship with, now some will sit up there and say, but oh, you have to be out there in the dating pool. Oh, you have to go around and seek and find and the right, You'll that's the only way you're going to find the right man. The man's not going to drop in your lap. If God ordained it, God will make it utterly and completely impossible for that man to do anything but to find you. Because it's a spiritual thing, it's not a physical thing. Because there's currently two different forms of viewpoint about this, and I will, I'm, I'm gonna do it. A, a, a actual podcast talking about this viewpoint because I think I touched on it when I talked in a broadcast early on in the structuring of this podcast called Kingdom Marriage. But I think it's time that we revisit it and talk about these two schools of thought. I may keep it here or I might. I have a, a new thing that I'm I'm seeking to do right now and I might end up doing it over there so stay tuned keep your ears and eyes open because we got something else coming but um with that being said when you are thinking like a man wanting to be successful there's certain ramifications that you must carry yourself in a certain way to become noticed by those people but if you carry yourself in the way that the work environment asks you to do I don't care which working type of working environment if you're in the public eye if you're in working at Northrop and Grumman whatever the working environment is the way that you carry yourself I remember I used to watch a TV show called Girlfriends and one of the things that I noticed is that when the female character made the decision to change her wardrobe and no longer dress like she was a tied up businesswoman and started actually making herself to wear more flirty outfits see-through clothing uh things that drew the men's attention yes the men paid more attention but what were they paying attention for And this was part of the topic of the paper that I wrote. That you're changing your appearance to fit 
the dynamic of the environment that you're in. And yes, you're getting the attention. Yes, you are carrying yourself a certain way, but the respect men are giving you is not what is necessary, which brings me back to what I was saying in the previous uh, bonus segment where I made the point of talking about shows such as Scandal, such as uh, Being Mary Jane was the name of the other show with Gabrielle Union. These women carrying themselves in a specific way that they are almost carrying themselves in an unapproachable way where the men would like to play with you, but they're not going to marry you. And the way that these women came off actually is the word protagonized that character as being like, oh, she ain't even really wanted anyway. But she was more so these types of characters are in denial of the fact that they do want the relationship but they figure that they can't manage nor maintain it because of the fact that their bravado destroys the ability for them to truly have it and they end up coming off way more desperate than they do uh, realistic me achieving or being able to maintain that side of their life. Why? Because of the way that they carried themselves. Not only the way that they carried themselves externally, it's the way that they've learned to operate and play in that environment. Perfect example. I've made this example once before. There was a woman, I heard her story, she used to be on a uh, this show after buzz tv for actually it was a scandal after buzz tv which you probably can still find that um she was a the black female host for that and she said she was in a relationship at one particular point in time and she carried herself in a specific way that the person that she was with always saw her softest side but when she was in the room in the boardroom taking care of business when this man asked her for her assistance in business she said cool it's awesome because she figured i get to show him how i operate at work so she did what she do normally she was the vulture and the sniper in her legal deal at work working this man's deal out that he loved the work that she did, but he dumped her immediately afterwards. And she could not figure out why that was. It's because she knew how to act like a man in her success in her work. But she did not know how to carry it so that she was likable. These women carry a pride element and I personally have to admit that I have to fight with that side of myself all of the time. Why? Because after my mother passed when I was 17, I found myself in a season of life where people didn't want to help me or assist me the way that my mother had assisted me. So I was kind of in that phase of 
what the Bible calls the Mephibosheth season where people were dropping me left, right, and sideways. So that makes you begin to develop a hard skin about you. So when you start to have a hard skin on the outside, that means I got to do all by myself. And we do bad all by ourselves. We literally do bad all by ourselves sometimes. Because we begin to adopt and adapt to a hustle harder mindset because I got to do this by myself. And especially if you have children, you feel like I got to do this by myself because I got other mouths to feed. I don't know how to do this any other way because that's the only way that I know how to do it is because I know how to take care of and balance the thing that I'm desiring to do because of the fact that I got to hustle harder to get what I need to get. I can't tell you how many times I've gone through multiple seasons of my life in the 17 years since my mother passed away where I had to pick myself up and keep going whether I was sick, whether I was ill, whether I was didn't know how to operate or was not fully coherent because I have nobody at the time that was around me that I had more could I trust to cover me in that season that I could be sick and be at peace in my sickness and get well because nobody was there to take care of me and that was the type of situation I was in so it makes you be in a scenario I'm going to mend my wounds lick my wounds be sick get over it and keep going because I don't have the right nor the energy nor the responsibility to rest when I need to rest because hey what is it I gotta think like a man and be successful but I can't act like one when you are that independent strong female that you gotta carry yourself do that all by yourself and be out there by yourself you end up being out there by yourself so what ends up happening is you actually become less likable. It's hard to be able to maintain a solid relationship because people cannot connect with you. I'll be honest with you. I have not been in an actual relationship in... 10 years. It's been 10 years since I've been in a relationship with another human being to the degree of an actual romantic relationship. Why? Because one, my endeavors for what I've been trying to do with my career have been my main focus for at least the last seven years since I wrote my book. Prior to that, um, I actually was working on a fashion blog that I often only touched at the time while I was trying to find my way and I was trying to fit into the mold of what everyone else thought I should be doing because I tried to what? be liked I was trying to be liked I was trying to fit in I was trying to do what everyone told me to do and I had to choose to make the decision 
that I wasn't going to operate in that place where I would be liked. You have to agree to come to a place where you're not going to be liked. It's a quote that I have on my Instagram uh, from Queen Bee herself from documentary Life is a Blooded Dream where she talks about a statement that her father gave her that her father had taught her that you can choose to be liked but not at the like the the, uh, cost of losing who you are so you can be liked and lose what it is that makes you who you are or you cannot be liked and get what you need to get done and you have to make that choice because that's where your success is going to come from this is a main thing that I have a fight with myself in now because I know that the next type of relationship that I go into the person that I am with must respect me enough that one I have to come to them from a respectable standpoint that they have to be able to accept and see me from the place that I am growing from but I cannot come to them from the yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir element to the degree that I become their footstool because then when the parts of me that rise up out of myself that are more driven, more passionate, more independent, more strong-willed and driven for what it is that I'm called to do, come up. If I come in like a meek mouse, then that person is looking like, where the heck did this person come from? I don't know who this person is. Ergo, that's why that woman ended up being dumped because the man had never seen that side of her that was more masculine a feminine what have you and he didn't appreciate it so it's that element of the person that you're with or the people that you desire to have in your life that yeah they gotta know that in certain spaces and places there's a place for that But that space may not be within your relationship. There may be a person that comes into your life that can teach you the ropes of how to operate in those rooms and realms and get the deals done. But they got to be equipped enough to be be ineffected by the fact of, okay, I see this person has a strong will and they are a go-getting driven person. Let me help guide their direction so that they can be that way within the world that they're desiring to walk in but they when they walk with me they don't have to be that way because of the fact that I'm allowing them to be who they are that's the type of person that I need in my life I don't need nobody trying to fit me in their little box do I have to be yes man no man yes sir no sir I've been that all my life And, yeah, that was likable. But I realized it was suffocating, too. 
Are you willing to suffocate yourself for the cause in which you desire to accomplish at what risk? Is it good to act like a man and think like a woman? Think like a man and act like a woman. Think about it. Think closely to it. It's food for thought. This is Taj McCameron. Until next time, much love, faith, peace, blessings. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to the bonus on my mind segment. I don't know how long this one's gonna be. This one might be very, very short, but we're gonna see how this runs. Because, look, this is something that has always disturbed me as a female. What does this have to do with finances? I'm gonna make my point. We as women are taught put out on demand but not to demand respect as a female we are taught to keep quiet don't say much stay in your place stay in your position even before marriage because you're only likable if you stand within your position in the parameters of who in which you are supposed to be okay and because of that we are not allowed to demand respect for if we were if we demand respect we are viewed as being uh unlikable too demanding and the witch with the bee. And that is unattractive. It makes us too masculine, too much of an alpha female, too empowered, too strong. So us as females making the decision to demand respect from our male counterparts makes us too masculine. Because if we sit and we take what we're being told that we should receive as females, sit still, say nothing, look cute, look pretty look sexy stand there and be the trophy wife but don't have an opinion who really wants that though a very insecure emasculating man or emasculated man it's so insecure that he can't even take his woman having her own thoughts 
ideas and thought process. But on the vice versa tip of that, when it comes down to a woman, she has no right to her body. Put out on demand. Women are viewed as people that if you're a powerful woman, but you have no partner, a man is usually desiring to have sex with you before he actually commits to you. And nine times out of 10, he would rather wife you like he married you and then dump you at the end of the process because he really didn't want you in the first place. This is why you find yourself with a higher rate of females that have children but no spouse. Now, if you have a power woman that's driven and a go-getter, she gonna go get hers and she gonna feel like, I don't need a man. This is where our feminine ancestors, I don't need a man to make it happen. I don't need him. I don't this. But when you're demanded to put out that you're uh, become that man's pass around chick because you're nice enough to sleep with but not to marry but then what ends up happening is there's also the stigma of when you get married because this is literally a scripture in the bible that when you find when a man finds a wife they become one flesh he cannot deny her body desire nor can she deny his body desire which means she must put out on the man one thing that i remember that actually made me cringe about six or seven years ago i was having a conversation with one of my church members in a private conversation at home and she was making the point of talking about something in relation to uh something that she said and she made the statement of saying that as a wife you're expected and you're not really going to be able to say no that once you get married if they want it you must give it to them whether you want it or not whether you desire it or not I used to think it was a joke when you heard a lot of these women talking about I didn't want it and I had no arousal for it so I faked it. I was like they faked it. Faked it? Why are you faking it? That feels wrong. Until I was in a relationship or had been in a relationship with a gentleman and realize that particular person's physical drive. You have to understand that when you're in a relationship with a partner, and this is PG version, I know, Christian, roll with me for a second because this is something that Christians need to know too. Men physically 
operate in a specific way in the mornings and so forth. Read between lines. Certain things that go on. If you've ever been in a relationship with a man, you know there's certain demands, desires, and so on and so forth with them in the mornings. Or what happens? also realize depending on the type of man that you're in a relationship with they have a specific drive and if you're married to them guess what you're the one that's gotta satisfy it you must satisfy their drive meaning you must put out on demand want it don't want it When you cleave unto your husband, he owns your body. But in the same token, you own his. They never talk about that part. They usually only talk about the fact that the woman's body is owned by the man. Not the man's body is owned by the woman. Okay? Remember, the man's body is also owned by the woman. But see, most men will not marry a sexually aggressive woman. You might enjoy it for a period of time depending on what headspace they're in at the time. And usually this is starting to get off PG. But I'm going to say what I'm going to say. That I'm um, try to keep it as PG as possible. That a man is in a relationship with a woman. That his desire, he may desire to have a particular type of relation at a particular point in time, but that's not always the time type of relation that he will desire to have. So it's less likely that the woman will be the one in demand for it or demanding for it. It's more than likely that the man will be demanding from the woman for it. But does this have to do with finance? Well, if you think about media propaganda and what we are shown 24-7, Everything is driven by sex. Pay attention to it. If, you, if you're not paying attention to it, you're not paying attention. Advertisements, television advertisements, social media pushes sexuality 24-7, 365. It never stops. Matter factually, the entire drive of the system is based on sexuality. Whether it's a man's ego-driven sexuality and or a woman's. Or drawing the masculinity of a woman standing in a very effeminate position that creates imagery that gives her that 
manly power. Now, if you see a woman with a manly power position in the picture with a man, media-wise, in today's society, they kind of push that in advertisement where you're going to see women that look more manly, men, men that look more feminine. And there is, I'm not going to go deep into it, but it's a media media directed trended push for certain societal groups to have specific says in which way certain things go that's about as deep as I'm gonna go with that getting back onto our topic the sexuality of a woman having to put out on demand that this affects the household because if a man feels unsatisfied, you think he's bringing in money like he would normally. If he's not getting it, it may affect the way that he deals with his workflow. Now, if a man knows how to operate within the time period in which he's not getting it, it actually can be an asset to him. But a man that is controlled by that element would not understand that he can use those elements to pursue and push himself farther in his work but in general the woman is supposed to due to biblical reasoning they are expected to and maritally they are expected to be satisfyingly pleasing to their spouse. Ergo, anybody remember Disney's child cater to you? Yeah. There is a fine line in what is acceptable and unacceptable for what a man and a woman can and are allowed to do, which brings me to the whole point all of these bonus clips came from one clip I watched on Instagram where I listened to a woman display uh, the points of saying in comparison to the schizophrenia of being a woman in the element of having to be polar opposite at all times she desires to be up here but is constantly down here she desires to be here desire, wants to be there here there here there here there double minded man is unstable in all of his ways but society kind of creates a box around the female stating that she does not have the right to determine and she must fit within the parameters of the box. But the box gets smaller with the more rules and regulations that she can't cross out of. Which is like a bottle of pop waiting to burst. And then you wonder why women have those outbursts, outbreaks. We're stifled into boxes 
and then when you have the females that become rebellious and operate in a rebellion state where they want to throw all of the rules in the rule book away it's not that there is a rule in a rule book that this is this and that is that it's understanding what is societal what is biblical and what is right for you I can't make you be biblical I can't make you stop walking with the world's way but all I can do is shine some light on these points and topics and hope that it brings a view that makes you see things from a different perspective. You're not alone. You're not going crazy. These are the things that are viewed and said and are points. But it's your choice to make a decision between the two points. True transformation comes when you make a decision between two points and move forward. What is your decision? What is your desire? And what's the point? So what's more important for you to demand? To allow your body to be demanded on or to allow yourself to make the demand for respect? Know who you are, identify who you are, and never let anyone disrespect who you are. This is Taj McCameron. Much love, faith, peace, and blessings. Until the next time. I hope you like what was on my mind. Hello, this is Taj McCameron, and I'd like to discuss tonight about something that has become close to my heart. Kingdom, creative, connective, collective. This is my new community. In it, we are offering you the opportunity to come into a community where you will learn, you will grow, you will find support, you will find content, you will find encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment, and it'll be a safe space for you to express your feelings and get the intellectual understanding of things that you may not understand about the very industries that you're desiring to go into. How so? A lot of people look at the industries, whether it be fashion, whether it be music, entertainment, acting, dancing, singing, whatever it is. They all have a viewpoint of what it looks like. Oh, it looks like it's fun. Oh, it looks like it's 
what have you. Then there's also the fact of some understand that it is hard work, but there's another side to it. It's that third wall. It's the fact of the matter that it's more than just being hard work. It's the fact that you're going into a space, a place, and an experience that you don't have understanding of. It's understanding the fact that you're going into an uncharted territory and the people there know better how to operate it than you do. And the fact of the matter is, it's like you're going into a den of wolves. It's like you're seeing a bunch of wolves in sheep's clothing. There are people in those industries that will smile in your face and eat you up in the next second. You need to know how, which way to go and where. And this is my heart. Several years ago, I saw a video on YouTube about a young woman. She was vlogging about having had been in the industry and how she went in with the best intentions in the world to get and to help other people. She was going to be a model, a role model, and do all of these types of things. She got in there and somebody caught her up. They promised her the world and led her into a lifestyle that she was not appreciative of and it took her some time to get out and she was in the middle of her healing process but I saw this woman crying her eyes out and I said to myself if I ever had the opportunity how could I help somebody else the creative kingdom creative connective collective is that opportunity it's the opportunity to bring people together get them focused on what it is that is the real importance of what you're trying to do how you're trying to do it knowing what that purpose is Sticking to that purpose and not swaying on your ethical and moral boundaries when you start to see change in your life. Understanding that you have to remain aware of your parameters at all times. Understanding that what it is that you're walking into is uncharted territory and you have to have people around you that are going to protect you. Some of the most influential entertainers you see in those industries, if you ever really closely listen to their stories, what is the first thing they already always say? I had a team of people. I had my mom. I had my dad. I had family members that were supporting me. I had a team of people, of friends, close friends, boyfriend, whatever it was, but they had people around them that were watching their back while they 
were growing. And the reason they were able to be successful is they had those people to be the jumping board. You listen to people like Alicia Keys, where she said that she was uh, in a relationship with somebody and they went in together. And between that relationship, I think her mother and I think it was a, a uncle or cousin, all three of them together protected her when she was going in. And then the people that were in there that she came across that mentored her or walked with her kept her on a straight and narrow. And that's why she's still able to be in the industry the way she is, because she had the walls of the people that were protecting her. You can't just go in there blind with no protection. You will get run over know what it is understand the way that it works ins and outs most people don't know the simple things the fact that you sign a contract you owe that money back to the company and every time you sit up there and you pay for a lavish dinner and pay for a lavish this and pay for a lavish that that's coming out of the money that they gave you even if they're going to dinner with you, they're, they're using your credit card that they put money on in order to pay for that dinner, not their credit card. They're using your money every time you go out. You want to go in a limo? You want to do, they're using your money that you're borrowing from the company to pay for that. And then you owe that money back to them. There's so many little tips and twisted tricks uh the v8 summit before they had the v8 summit this year last year when they were setting up to do the v8 summit there were some little uh contractual agreements in the contract that were uh stipulations that could mess up a performer if they were unable to perform the shows in the case that the V8 Summit was canceled due to what's going on in our society. You have to be able to read between the lines and you have to have people around you that are going to protect you. Know what, where, and how you can operate in these places. That's what the create that's what the kingdom, creative, connective, collective is. It's a place that you will learn. That you'll be able to talk about these things, ask questions. You'll be able to uh, work together. And I'm, we're also in the process right now of uh, working on Clubhouse. I've had the opportunity to be in Clubhouse rooms with people that are in these industries and listen to conversations where I learn even more of this stuff. What I plan to do is connect to those groups. And it's like, it's going to be a place that you will be able to learn and to grow. That's what the kingdom, creative, connective, collective is all about. It's a safe place for you to learn. And we hope to grow it to a point that it's not only the safe place for you to learn, but a creative community that you will be able to find collaborate and connect with the people that you will walk into these industries with and they will become your safety net and your safety circle so that when you go in you're not going in alone 
That's my point for this. So if you want to join the kingdom, creative, connective, collective, find us on Facebook. Search out the Facebook group and under Steam to Live the Dream, the Facebook page, I believe, there is a group for the kingdom, creative, connective, collective. Stay on top of the articles. But we're currently right now working on the website membership and having a containment area for you guys to actually communicate and hang out. If you're interested, come join us at the Kingdom Creative Connective Collective. Until then, see you soon. Thank you.